Hello, beautiful tribe. This podcast is sponsored by Uvita. Thousands of years ago, before modern medicine proved scientific evidence for mind and body connection, the sages of India developed Ayurveda, which continues to be one of the most sophisticated, powerful mind and body health systems up to date. And I can begin to tell you, tribe, that it's about putting the power back in your hands. And the company that's helping you do that is Uvita. I've been on Uvita for a couple months now so that I can have a healthy gut and be able to clear my gut and be able to have the best digestive system that I can have. Because healing your gut allows the body to build a stronger immune system and produce the right kind of bacteria that tells your brain that it's okay to feel good. And as, as everyone knows, I'm the shaman who likes to stay lit and make sure the tribe is lit all day long. And so it's important for us to feel good in our bodies and it's important for us to live a very healthy life. Uvita is a company that is doing that. They are utilizing the knowledge and understanding of Ayurveda in their company, wild harvested and organically grown herbs that they synergistically create in an Ayurvedic way to be able to give you what you need for your body to sustain health, wellness, and vitality. Everything that they have in their company is based in integrity, ethically sourced from natives who practice sustainability. And I can't begin to tell you how happy I am to share this with you and to have them be one of the sponsors for Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. Their products offer everything from immunity to healthy joints and to healthy mood and healthy digestion and a healthy body. What more can you ask for from a company that is bringing Ayurvedic understanding to the Western world in a way that is supporting us and lifting us and shifting us into the greater possibilities of who we are? So I welcome you to experience Uvita. You can even contact them by going to their website, which is www.uvita.com. And you make your first order, type in the word shaman, which is their code for the Ancient Wisdom Today podcast tribe. And you will get 35% off on your order for your first order of Uvita. But I'm telling you, the moment you start taking this product, you're going to see dramatic change in your body and the way you feel. And that is the best. And as the tribe knows, I'm all about putting the power back in your hands. So go ahead and check out Uvita and use my code SHAMAN. And until then, live healthy always and every day in your life. Love you. Human beings have been sharing stories for hundreds of thousands of years. And with those stories came the emotional, spiritual and physical knowledge of the ancients. Shaman Durek is a third generation shaman, an evolutionary innovator and a women's empowerment leader. He's here to bring forth the ancient wisdom of our elders to help heal and bring happiness into our modern society. We're sharing ancient knowledge in modern times in order to put the power back in people's hands. Welcome to the tribe. Hello and welcome to Ancient Wisdom Today podcast and I am super excited because I am happy that we are on this planet together and we are rocking and rolling in the best way possible by enriching ourselves with nutrients for the mind, for the emotions, for the body and for the spirit, which is so 
wonderful right now. And I'm so happy that we're all able to just be here and to learn so much from each other. It is something miraculous. So I love our tribe. I love you. I love me. I love everything we're connected to that is bringing joy, harmony, and elation into our lives because we are super duper giants of love. And I'm so, so happy. You know, and one of the things that I'm really happy about is to share with you the consciousness of what it means to be a light worker. Because a lot of times I hear this a lot and I really need to put it into context so that people understand what a light worker is and how it operates and what it's all about. So you're not kind of just going around saying love and light, love and light, love and light without really putting ownership to those words of love and light and really what it represents to say those words as a light worker. And being the fact that I'm I'm a shaman, I want to give you an understanding of the light itself. But let's just start first with the understanding of the dictionary term of light. So the dictionary term of light says that light means the natural agent that stimulates sight and makes things visible. And that's, and that's really true too, because when you're operating from light consciousness and light intelligence, you are operating from a place that does stimulate your sight. It gives you the ability to see, and it does bring visibility to things, right? So it opens up um, the visibility. It gives, you know, a, a clear understanding of illumination and brightness and luminance and lumosity. And it just allows things to open up so that there is much more of a very powerful, energy that is taking place within uh, any situation that you may be dealing with, right? If you shine the light upon it, you're going to be able to see it really clear, which is really wonderful. Another meaning says understanding of a problem or mystery, enlightenment, right? And that's true too when it comes to to being a light worker, because you are here to understand the the mysteries and the depths and enlightenment of, you know, diving and getting into that space uh, where information and knowledge is in the unknown, right? And so enlightenment is the ability to uncover something and bring it forward, bring it, you know, to the light, you know? And so like really bringing that information is like bringing things to God, right? It's like saying, hey, this thing's been sitting in the dark and I'm here to illuminate it so that I can like no longer make it a mystery and really start to understand it. And that's where enlightenment comes in. So that's a wonderful and amazing interpretation of light from dictionary. And then the other one is to provide with light or lighting or to illuminate. Right. And what happens when you're 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 with someone who's in a very low vibration or low vibration energy and you come in with being a light worker or being this being of light, you illuminate areas of their life where they're not looking at places, their blind spots, things that they haven't uncovered or wanted to deal with. So you become an illuminator. And then, you know, and when we illuminate, we have to realize that. And this is something that happens a lot for me too, is that, you know, in the process of illumination, you know, I get a lot of people who will, you know, be uncomfortable with that illumination because, you know, some people feel comfortable hiding their stuff in the shadows of the darkness, right? And we don't want that to be the case on earth anymore. That's why everything is being un unsheathed. Everything is being released. Everything is being, you know, taken from underneath the rug. Everything is being lifted and, so that we can shift it and we can take it to a place where it needs to be, which is the light, right? It's to be completely seen 
with full visibility. And so we are taking out all of that stuff that people have been stuffing and denying, you know, be it our family and their family's family and, and you know, and so on through ancestry that has been stuffed under the rug and then played out through human behavior as this context of it's okay to admit pain and suffering upon humanity. It's okay to act in opposition to another person because you're afraid or you don't understand or you cannot relate or you have no meaning or data about who that person is, what their culture is, why they eat the way they do, why they, why they, you know, practice their, their spiritual content the way that they do and so forth. And so therefore we, we have operated through time, through the process of elimination, um, the process of eradication, the process of, you know, just completely degradation and destruction towards anything that we feel hasn't been able to be brought to light right? Within ourself. And the funny thing is nothing can be brought to light unless we are the light, right? And so to be in that space of illumination means to illuminate, not just to bring light into someone's life. It also means that you're going to make people uncomfortable. So you will be dealing with some ruffled feathers and some people who might have some, you know, annoyance or agitation with you being around because of the fact that you're illuminating the areas where they've been stuffing everything in the darkness and you're kind of pulling it out of that dark space just by your presence alone. So that's something to pay attention to, right? And so, so the thing is, um, when we look at the other understanding from Wikipedia, from the understanding of light, light is electromagnetic radiation within a certain portion of electromagnetic spectrum. The word usually refers to visible light, which is a visible spectrum that is visible to the human eye and responsible for the sense of sight. Well, that's what we look at when we talk about light as far as in a room or in that. But when we look at it from a spiritual perspective, it's really the same because light is electromagnetic energy frequency that is operating on different tonal frequencies that are so high pitched. And so the elocutions are so high that anything that connects with it that is of a lower frequency immediately gets pulled into that um, into that wave, right? And the other thing which is interesting is that they talk about it in the sense of light, you know, refers to visible light, right? Well, visible light um, and the ability to see visible spectrum is the ability to understand the many colors that, that are present in life. And to be able to see visible light means to see light in all things, right? So I, you know, you can take the, the, the interpretation that they talk about as light, but it's no different in the spirit world. Right, because when you're a light being, when you're operating from light consciousness, right, you're able to see spectrum. You're able to see all the differences that make up this beautiful, um, you know, uh, kaleidoscope of colors and dimensions. And you're not in judgment about it and you're not afraid of it. And you're not sitting back trying to put something against it or, you know, create some kind of barricade against it or take some kind of reactionary um, behavior towards it because you're not afraid of seeing spectrum because you are the light. So you are spectrum, right? So it's the, it's not the idea that you're actually seeing it. You are it. And so therefore you understand it. And that way you understand all people from all walks of life and all types of situations. You're not reacting. You're not, you're not freaking out. You're not having a meltdown and you're definitely not getting to the point of freaking out and getting angry because you understand what every single spectrum is and what it represents and how it's showing up and how it's supporting a greater 
understanding of bringing things into a focal point. And what is the focal point? A focal point means a destination that we all agree upon that supports both our human nature as well as other sentient beings on earth, such as animals and plants and insects and all types of beautiful beings that live, right? And then also supporting that outside of our stratosphere. So outside of our global dimension, which is our earth, right? And the circumference of that sphere, which we all are on this amazing spaceship that rotates around the sun that, you know, why we celebrate anniversaries or what people call birthdays, right? Really getting out of that and moving beyond that field and then connecting to other beings, right? To build a deeper, deeper connection to being able to be visible, to see them, right? Gives, we have to start first with ourselves. So the visibility starts with us. As we open up that gateway to ourselves, we begin to walk into who we are, not from a place of judgment or from a place of I'm annoyed or from a place of I can't believe I think like that or act like that or am like that. It's realizing that everything is constantly in fluid motion. So whatever you see now can always be changed. So never getting really transfixed or holding on into like a fixed position about what you see or what you're experiencing because the idea of what you see can change instantly because that's how fluid consciousness is. And that's why consciousness is so amazing because consciousness is the only aspect that can actually travel between dimensions simultaneously and multidimensionally and quantumly and subquantumly, which is literally being able to move through subdimensions on a quantum level of all those dimensions that interconnect with your dimension and all dimensions that connect with you in the body of other beings that are living in other galaxies and other universes that are you, but you're not a aware of it because you're held within this mainframe or this construct. So this construct that you are held in is held in a perpetual field of consciousness that perpetuates itself, meaning collectively. Every human being is collectively supporting the construct of earth that we experience earth, experience human beings, experience nature, experience buildings, experience everything that we see in this construct. You don't see other beings walking around the street with you. You don't see other starships that are in the sky right now because you can't see them because there's filters based upon the things that you are allow yourself to see. So if you don't believe it, then you won't see it. And the idea of belief is the idea that it exists. So if we look at the consciousness of people who say to me like, well, Shaman Dirk, how can you see spirits walking the streets with us? But I don't. When the reason why you don't is because you don't believe that it's there. So therefore you're not able to resonate with the frequency that allows you to be able to bring visible light spectrum into that dimension and then cast it back on yourself so that you can see within that dimension or see what's actually there. And so this is this is where we are in our evolution is this process of being able to go into what we call acceptance. But the process of acceptance is the ability to understand spectrum. Once we get out of the process of understanding spectrum, which is to love unconditionally all things that is created and all things, even if we don't understand it or get it or relate to it, it's to love it because it exists. Then we move into the spectrum of that. Now we can begin to step into the place of becoming visible. So we actually begin to see what is really there. And then if we're comfortable with that, then we can go to the next spectrum and to the next spectrum and to the next spectrum. And before you know it, we're, in, we're interacting with um, ETs and spaceships are showing up and we're having new technology and we're getting to be able to live in other parts of the universe because we're interacting with intergalactic beings because we're able to see them within our spectrum because we're now able to accept our own species. And that's, that is, literally where, you know, my vision, my dream 
for us to get to is to be able to accept one another, to make things easy for one another, and to really start to embrace the understanding of that which we haven't yet brought into our spectrum. So that is the ability first to start embracing the things that are already within our spectrum, right? The things that you see that you don't like, the things that you don't understand, or the things that people are mocking at or getting upset about, you know, it's not to judge it. It's to understand it by acceptance and love and the degree of love, which will then create a radiation that goes forth and then builds from that place, that electromagnetic frequency that allows you to open up that spectrum. And then you're able to see into it. And then when you see into it, you step into a new understanding of reality, of what you call reality. Because remember, reality in itself is fluid right? Reality is whatever you put your mind upon and say is real. So that's why I always say when people say like, get, like I'll help, I'll help people say, you know, to their kids, like, you know, it's time for you to start accepting reality. And I remember my dad used to say that to me and I used to laugh and he's like, what's so funny? Why are you laughing? You know, when you have a very strong father, you know, who's like just very masculine dad. And he's just like, why are you laughing when I say that to you? You know, why are you laughing when I say you need to start accepting reality? And I'm like, what, which reality do you want me to accept, dad, really? I used to sit in my room, you know, like listening to my music, to my rock and roll music and just be like, look at him and just like, turn my head over and just be like, what reality are you accepting? You like, what reality do you want me to accept? Do you want me to accept your reality? Or do you want me to accept some other reality? Because it seems to me like you want me to accept your reality so that you can feel safe because you don't understand my reality. And unfortunately, dad, I couldn't be your son and be who I am if I was to do that, because then I would be going against why I was created. And if I go against why I was created, then I will most likely do everything I can to destroy myself so I can get out of here because there's no reason for me to exist because I don't, I am now basically saying that my spectrum has no place in the, in, in the complete totalness of light spectrum that is all around us, which you may see as another person or another belief system or another culture or another way other people may choose to observe God whatever it may be. And he's to go, I don't understand you. You sound so much like my grandmother. I can't understand you. I don't understand why you say these things, you know? And it's like, he's like, I don't understand why you can't just accept reality and so forth. And I'm like, because dad, I can't be a sheep. And so if that makes me, if that makes you uncomfortable, then you should just go be uncomfortable and figure out that the reason why you're uncomfortable is because you can't manipulate me or change me to become what you want me to be. And that's a lot of what happens on our planet is that you have all of these different spectrums, right, of beliefs and culture and ways to observe God and ways to live life and so forth. And literally, I mean, just talking about it, I'm getting emotional because it's so easy for us to love each other and, and for so easy for us to, to understand each other if we just got out of this need to stop being afraid of that which we don't understand and start learning how to engage and to accept the many spectrums that are created. But instead, we label them and we, you know, we put rules upon it and we, 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 we create a bubble 
of our own reality that we've chosen to create, which we, which is real to us. But then when someone comes along and says, Hey, this is my bubble of reality. And if it doesn't match ours, we don't want to associate with them. We don't want to connect with them. We think they're crazy. We think they're not logical. We think they're this, we think they're that instead of just being open and saying, Hey, I would love to learn about your world. And would you like to learn about my world? And let's create this beautiful, wonderful symbiosis of connection and, 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 and really, you know, when I get into that, that consciousness is really exploring new frontiers, right? It's really exploring the, the dimensions of reality that exist within all of us, right? Because my reality will be completely different from your reality. So who am I to say that my reality is just and it's the only way, whereas your reality may have things that can support my reality and my reality could have things that support your reality. So I'll show you mine if you show me yours or you show me yours and I'll show you mine, right? Yeah. So the reality is, is if we go into seeing this, this kind of like, you know, core energy that is pre-mating all of our lives, right? It's because there's a system that is the matrix that wants to project into everyone's spectrum a level of discord and fear by using media and television and movies and songs and all types of things to, you know, to get into a space where we start to actually destroy our own reality of our own spectrum and, and also become afraid of other people's reality and spectrum, that we go to war that we go to, we go to distrust, we, we alienate ourselves, we divide ourselves, we go into divisiveness, we go into creating systems of hierarchy, we go into, you know, this person is greater because they're a celebrity and you're not, like all this bullshit, right? Which is really bullshit and, and really could just, you know, go away so quickly, but because everyone is so transfixed and fixed, and when I say fixed, meaning stuck in the reality that they're buying into from the system, because the system makes it look all pearly and glittery and gold and like makes you feel like something's missing from you. And so you have to be like all like an awe of like everything you see when in fact it's all smoking mirrors and glamorizations of bullshit that they want you to do, you know, and it's, it's so interesting because if you look at it from the perspective of like some of the greatest leaders from like Martin Luther King to Mother Teresa to JFK to like, you name it, I can just go on a whole list of, or like a, I can go on a rampage of like legacy leaders, right? Which is exactly what you're here to do to become a legacy leader. And that's what I'm here. I'm a legacy leader. Like when I leave this planet, like I will be written in the books of life because of the things that I've done that have supported humanity. That's what you're here to do as well. We're here to be legacy leaders, right? We're here to forward informational truth into the distorted frequencies that are affecting the spectrums of love that support all spectrums, meaning all cultures, all beliefs, all ways of observing God, all ways to honor oneself and not seeing each one as a threat, but everyone sees and respects each other's spectrum so that we are able to do that with other beings in other parts of the galaxy. So we step into this kind of like field of observance, which allows us to be able to go into that space. But if we don't go into that field of observance without reaction, because reaction actually actually locks you into a 
dimension or reality that you're reacting to and it becomes real for you. So then all of your sensory and everything gets pulled into that reaction and into that reality that you are reacting to. And then you begin to feel that reality and then it becomes even more real to you because now you have proof emotionally and now you have proof mentally and now you have proof physically and literally you begin to accept and believe and then you get locked in and it can literally become your own purgatory. And the consciousness of reality is fluid. And so therefore your spirit is like, hey, you know, if you don't like this, let's move from this. Why do you keep keeping us here? It's not necessary for us to stay here. Like we are this conscious creator who can move through any different type of energy we want to create or we can create a new one because we're creators. We're quantum creators. So what does that mean? That means not only are we fluid, we have the ability to create right? So when the fluids, we can like move through any kind of dimension we, we, we choose to. And then we're also quantum creators, which means we can create new dimensions that have never even been thought of. Do you get that? Do you see how powerful that is? That you're fluid, so you're not trapped, and you're quantum creators, so you can create any other type of dimension that's never been thought of and build a whole entire world and everything if you choose. But yet what happens is the matrix doesn't want you to be aware of these two powerful shamanic principles of fluidity and the ability to be a quantum creator. These two powerful energies can change everything for you. Because the moment you stop reacting, you stop giving your power to the system. And the moment you stop doing that is the moment when you go into what we call um, observation, which is a powerful shamanic training, right? Which is going to be, which is one of the things I talk a lot about in my book that's coming out next year, right? So we go into observation and we go into understanding. So a lot of the tools that I'm putting in my book next year is all about how to step into these realities easily and effortlessly and understand what's happening so you can become this divine navigator of opening up spectrum back on planet earth through the love frequency and then being able to live as a fluid and quantum uh, creator and being able to create new paradigms that are supporting not only yourself, but your family, your friends, and your global community and your intergalactic community that is waiting to connect with you on so many levels. And some of them already have. So, So we have to really understand the dynamics of the the understanding of what it means to be a light worker. A light worker is someone who is not afraid of low density spectrums because a light worker knows so clearly who they are in the essence of the field of love that they can stand in the face of opposition and shift it into a position of love and connectedness and symbiosis. So that's like when you hear people say, oh, love and light. Oh, hey, brother, love and light. Hey, sister, love and light. Oh, heart to heart hugs, love and light. Oh, all of that stuff is nonsense to shamans. Because if you say you're love and light, and that's what you're saying, then you hold light intelligence. That means that you are the spectrum of light. That means that anything dark, you don't run from, you don't judge, you don't react, you stand and you project love and you project light. And then everything around you begins to create confrontation with that light. And then it changes into that light. And then it spans outward to do it again to other energies that are in low density form or that are not vibrating in the frequency of light consciousness. 
Hey Tribe, I want to share with you a lit verified product called Monk Oil. Monk Oil makes beautiful skin potions that were created to help people navigate modern life. I've been using this product for so many years. Monk Oil City Skin Potion is the real deal magic potion applied to the skin made and for city dwellers in New York City. Monk Oil helps us to be our best in all environments and not just when everything is totally ideal. There are four types of city skin potions, each with a specific intention and effect. The potions speak to different parts of us and work on different levels of our body, soul, and spirit. Dawn City Skin Potion is a poem, a love song to the optimism of California coast and sunrise. And if you're feeling stuck, hatred, empathy, hardness, this potion will soften and hug you. Think of dewy pink dawn providing tenderness and hope to even the darkest night. Dawn monk oil can help bring love to a situation, even when it seems that it can't happen or that you can't muster up the love for oneself or another. It directly supports the daily revival of active love in your life and renewal, like the dawn, and has a nurturing effect on its wearer. It is easy to become constricted and world-weary living in big cities. Dawn City Skin Potion keeps us coming from a place of openness and optimism for ourselves and for others so that we may be of service to humanity. It also truly helps tame and soften difficult people with a kind of embrace. Monk Oil's potions are made using ethically sourced organic base oils and essential oils. Every potion has flower essences in them that work on healing the capacity with your life force and a crystal to further activate the potion. This is powerful, everyone, and a must-need product and lit verified. They are conjured with love and intention on full moons, new moons, solstices, equinoxes, and all other cosmically beautiful days in New York City. You can learn more about Monk Oil and their different potions at www.monkoil.com. Monk Oil is excited to offer a 25% discount on all the trios of three different potions with the offer code of TRIOS Shaman Durg. That's T-R-I-O Shaman Durg for those in U.S. at www.monkoil.com. Stay lit, tribe. So in that moment, that is what true wizardry. That is the that is the that is the that is the uh, powerful opus of of being a magus is the ability. Like when you ever see that tarot card, the magician, right? That's what a magician is. True alchemy is light alchemy. It is the ability to stand in the face of darkness without moving or shifting or any kind of uh, reaction and just hold the light in that space. And you can do that 
that with yourself by showing up. I do it all the time. That's when you, when I, when I talk about illuminating something, I get invited to people's homes and immediately my light is so bright, it illuminates their home. So everything that's in that home, be it their personalities or their interaction with each other or the way they build up their system, how their tribe is operating in that home setting, all of it that is not in alignment with love becomes unraveled and shows itself to me. And immediately it shows itself to them. And then they have a choice to either get mad at me and ask me to leave because my, 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 my light is projecting through the field of discord and low frequency and shifting frequency and saying, hey, I'm holding this position of light and you can keep getting upset darkness and you can keep getting mad, but eventually you're going to turn into that light as well because I'm going to hold that light until you transform. And that's really what it's about. Now, I'm not saying for you to stay if you're in a relationship that's volatile, physical, or emotionally destructive. I'm not asking you to stay in that relationship for the purpose of holding light. You can hold light for someone at a distance as well, my darling. So, uh, don't, so don't get caught up in the idea of, oh, well, Shaman Durek says I should stay in this relationship because, you know, that way I can hold light for my dysfunctional relationship. No. What I'm saying is you're going to be the light. You're going to operate from the light. When you break up with that person, you're going to stay the light. You're not going to go into this, like, I'm this person's bad kind of thing. Nope. You're going to bring love to them by saying, you know, I know that you deserve to have exactly what supports you in this life. And I want that for you more than anything. And I want you to be happy. And I'm holding the light of truth upon you that whatever it is that's plaguing you or causing you pain or discomfort or making you not be able to create love with every action and deed that you operate from comes to resolution within the light consciousness or within within the truth of love, right? And so that's what a light worker is. And so the whole heart to heart thing where people are like heart to heart, heart to heart, I don't know how that whole thing got created, but sometimes it just kind of unnerves me that people think that just because you hug me on a certain way is when our heart connects. Our heart is already connected by an energy field of electromagnetic current and magnetic um, positioning. That means that our heart is already connected because the soul inside of you is the same soul inside of me, just playing itself differently from you to me, but it's the same soul. So therefore, the heart alignments are already aligned. It doesn't need a body alignment to make it aligned. It's already aligned. And the way it becomes um, opened, where you actually begin to feel more of that energy becoming aligned, is when you actually st step into uh, someone by literally to step into someone is to be present with them in the field of light consciousness, which is to embrace them unconditionally without the need to fix them, change them or do anything. And if you see something that's off, you can shine the light on it, but you, but you do it from a place of love, not from a place of, um, you know, the, what I call needing to go in and, and fix them to make yourself feel comfortable. It's more of not fixing anything. And it's more about giving them love and acceptance and then asking them permission. If I have some information to share with you that could support you on your path and vice versa. Because if you ever meet anyone, like friend, including myself, I'm always like, if you go to my IGs, which you should all who's been listening to my podcast, you should be following me on Instagram. But if you go to my Instagram, and the reason why I say you should be following me on Instagram is because I really, really engage a lot with the tribe on Instagram personally, meaning like through DMs and through, you know, IG um, live, because you get on the live, I do randoms, people come on and I learn from them. I ask them questions. I want to know more about what their thoughts are, what their feelings are, what wisdom do they want to share with the tribe? Because it's 
not about me just projecting to you. It's also about you projecting to me. I've had people write me on IG and be like, hey, I've noticed that you've been some some of your um, shares that you seem to be a little bit under the weather. Are you taking care of yourself? Are you getting enough rest? Do you need something? I'm in your town. Do you want me to bring something over? And these relationships have been built from that. So it's really important for us to kind of move out of the idea of guru consciousness or, you know, a luminary consciousness that everyone, like someone who's got a lot of likes on their Instagram, all of a sudden has the expert understanding of things. It's not based on that. It's based upon the information they're giving you, serving you, supporting you, lifting and shifting you to see yourself as a legacy leader. (laughs) Legacy leaders, legacy leaders, legacy leaders, legacy leaders, legacy leaders. That's who we are. We are the light. We're here to be legacy leaders. We're here to bring legacy in everything that we do, in the way that we do it, in the way we operate, be it from the person we're talking to in Uber to the person who's serving us food. Who is the person serving us food? What is their name? Who's the person who, who comes to your house and clean? Who's the person who's doing anything? Like, who are they? What are they? We are light beings. We want to know. We want to engage. We are Light beings are natural engagers to life, okay? Why? Because we're here to bring an open up spectrum through radiating our love unconditional into distortion to create spectrum and to bring balance and understanding to all things to live in harmony, just harmony, meaning harmony in the sense that you're not afraid of someone else's belief system. You're not afraid of someone else's way of doing things as long as it's not coming from a place where they're causing pain or harm to another person. If they're causing pain and harm to another person or to themselves or to another sentient being, it's because they are not aware of themselves at the core nature of who they are, which is pure love. So we're not here to judge them. We're here to hold, affirm, and proc and and, and put up, um, proclamation on who they are in the light frame, right? In the light frequency or in the light frame and how we operate from that space. So the consciousness or evolutionary process can only continue to move into a light flux, which means the flux, which is an elevation process that we move into when we're really operating from a place of really looking beyond, right? Looking beyond how energy is moving through. So, right? So the flux is an action or process of flowing in or flowing out. There's a flux. There's a continuous change. There's an energy frequency that's continue changing. And that's what we want. We want there to be a light flux. We want a light flux on earth where the flux of energy is so powerful that shifts and occurrences are happening on a global scale that we actually see and witness with our own eyes, the change and transformation of beings waking up, coming together and not being afraid of one another anymore and being able to shift into light dynamic consciousness where the whole understanding of heart-to-heart mentality becomes a reality of how we interact with each other through our actions and through our words and through in the ways we are associating in communication, right? It's not just, oh, let me give you a hug and heart-to-heart. You can give me a hug and let me tell you something. Don't bullshit me, okay? Because if you give me a hug and don't, you, you give me a heart-to-heart hug, you ain't, you're not connecting with me heart-to-heart when you think that's the only way your heart connects. If you don't realize that, The true heart and heart connection is through your words, your deeds, and in the way you communicate. 
to me and to every person around you. I have seen people who will say, okay, I'm love, I'm a light being and, you know, I do this and, you know, I do heart to heart hugs and all this kind of stuff. And, um, you know, I go and I do these things that are like my spiritual things that I do. And I work with ascended masters and I work with angels and I do all these things. But then soon as something like drastic happens, like they're like, oh, there's this rapist who, you know, re- um, recently just killed two girls. I'm like, oh my God, that person's so disgusting. How could they be doing that? You're not a light worker. Don't kid yourself because a light worker would say, oh, that poor soul, that dear soul, that soul has forgotten who they are. They need to be reminded who they are. They've gotten so much pain. They let that pain consume them and eat them and turn them into what they have become. But that is not who they are. You see, we don't operate from the field of this person's disgusting and vile and they should be killed and put into the death chamber. No, we operate from the idea of seeing the illness that's in them, the illness that can be repaired with love, with light, with consciousness, with words, with actions that help them to see the errors of their ways because darkness has influential, um, influential markers in their consciousness that have made them act it out physically on the physical plane with another person. We don't operate from the field of they're, they're bad or they're horrible or they're this or they're that. You see, light workers remain and stay in the field of light. They don't go in and out of light like, you know, one second they're light and then the, next, the moment they don't like something or understand something or agree with something is the moment they step out of light and completely remove themselves from the light. And all of a sudden now it's judgment time and it's con- condemnation time and it's persecution time and it's throw away the key time. And are they going to get the gas chamber time? That's not a light worker at all. And the light worker is not affected by people. Like I had one person say to me like, oh, you know, Shaman Dirk, I really want to send this person to you because they have so much darkness. I said, but you always say that you're a light worker. Yeah, but I just can't handle their darkness. I only want to work with people who, you know, coming from a place of love. Well, then you're not a light worker. So stop calling yourself it, okay? You haven't graduated or got that. You don't, you don't get to call yourself a light worker or a healer if you're going to operate from a field of judgment if you're going to operate from a field that, uh, you know, that you have a problem with darkness because you came here, my darlings, to evacuate our brothers and sisters out of the field of darkness, out of the void that darkness has created by perpetuating a plane called the middle plane, which is ours here on earth, that utilizes the minds of those who are not thinking independently, but think in the sense of not discerning their thoughts, where they let darkness infiltrate their thinking the using certain algorithms of, of, of vibration that makes them think they're thinking themselves these thoughts and then act them out into the world without, without bringing it through the lens of love. So they act out these things, they build systems, they build governments, they, they use their money to be corruptive and all of these things to support darkness, to create more fear on earth. And so that fear can generate the dark realm and allow those beings who can't uh, believe that they deserve love, instead of them just choosing to go home to the light, they don't believe they belong in the light because of the things that they did when they had an incarnate body. So those are our brothers and sisters. You want to call them demons, you watch too many movies. You want to you wanna see them as monsters, that possess people, you've watched too much movies. You need to stop watching scary movies because you're getting programmed by the system that wants you to believe them that way so they'll never ever go into their realm and help them. That is not how we operate as light beings. We are complete generals of love. We are ambassadors of love. We are soldiers that do not fight with anger. 
We do not fight with anger and frustration and annoyance and, and all of that and act out in violent ways. No, we are soldiers that act with consciousness, with, with, with understanding, with words that penetrate dark fields. We are able to use intellect and emotions. Just the other day, I had a, a, a woman here and I was showing her how to do pushing. And she goes, you know, what's push? And I said, we created a, 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 an energetic field around your body using electromagnetic energy current. And then you create an energy source through the system that can actually go across the room and push you in your body and make you fall over. She's like, is that even possible, Shaman Dirk? I said, okay, go stand across the room. I'll show you. And so I generated the energy and pushed it towards her with love. And she felt her whole body falling down like falling backwards and she couldn't believe it. And I was showing her how to do it within herself and how to operate this energy within herself. We have so many unseen powers that we're not tapping into because we've been inundated with nonsense that this is the only reality that exists. And I'm here to say, you know what? They're full of shit. Okay, because I'll be the first when you come to any of my workshops, you come and you sit with me in person and I will show you that power exists beyond the physical. So the reality is, is that we have to move beyond this kind of like very closed minded thinking, which when I say closed minded, let me tell you what closed minded means. It means you're not getting enough input frequencies that are moving through your neurological process that are operating in light frequency. It means that the, your synapses and the way your, your synapses are firing off in your electrodes are weak and you're not getting a strong amount of brain activity. You could be the most smartest person in your mind, but if you think in destructive ways and, and operate in an I mentality versus a we mentality, you are not operating in a field of consciousness that is operating your intelligence in a way that supports greater information because you could be the smartest person, go to the best college, do everything. But remember, a wise person knows where to place that information and when to place it. A person who thinks just because they have a lot of information, but they don't know when to insert that information into certain pockets of life, right? Then you're not really that intelligent. And therefore, your mind is closed because you're not utilizing the power of your being to utilize the power to affect change. And that's really what it comes down to. You know, everything we do should affect change for the greater good of all people, not just to line our pockets with cash and dollars. If those cash and dollars should go somewhere. They're not just to be sitting in your bank account and you just feel safe now because you have all this money in your bank account. That money should be going to create more things to wake up humanity and to bring more joy in your life and the lives of others. Right. So when you are operating in light conscious, when you're operating as a light worker, you're not withholding yourself from prosperity. You're not withholding yourself from abundance because you have all these false beliefs around money and the way that money has been used. And you're fearful that you're going to use it that way or money's corrupt and money's evil. No, money is just money, my dears. The energy, the currency, the energy frequency of it. If you're a light worker, you're going to accept that money. Why? Because the more you have, the more you can do things with on this plane. And so therefore, when people say, oh, you know what? I want to give you money. I'm not going to be like, no, it's okay. You don't have to give it to me. There was a time when I did that when I was younger, you know, but now I'm like, no, I, everything I do has value. It has value. Even when I do these shares, right? I may not be getting thousands of dollars handed to me, you know, but I'm sure, you know, there are people who can make donations because of what, they're, of what they're getting. And if they don't make donations, that's fine too. But the thing is, this is my way of giving back for all the wonderful love that I get from source, right? 
And so, but it's a currency. It's still an energy. It may not be a dollar, but it's still bringing something in your life that's enriching your life and opening you up to have shifts and lifts and changes that bring gifts, right? Shifts, lifts, and gifts is what it's about, right? And what's the gift? The gift is you recognizing your power, seeing your power, knowing your power, understanding your power so that no one can come in and knock you down, right? Because you have accepted some lie that they've told you because they're operating outside of the field of consciousness of unconditional love and acceptance. It's not possible. It's not necessary. And it doesn't have to happen if you are fortified in your truth of being a light being. When you are a light being, you operate differently. You even breathe differently. You, you talk differently. You walk differently. I remember I was walking with a friend the other day and she's like, it's so weird sometimes walking next to you. It's almost like you're gliding, like you're not even touching the ground. I'm like, okay. That's an interesting, you know, observation. Didn't really put too much thought into it. But what I did put into was the idea that, you know, she's operating from seeing me in that way. That's how she's seeing me. And some people see me, they're like, oh my God, you look so young. Or they'll say to me, oh my God, Jim and Dirk, you're glowing. You're so vibrant. Look at your skin. That's because I'm a light being. My body is generating high sources amount of light frequency and energy intelligence that's moving through my system. So I can't sit on it like I'm sitting on an egg, like a penguin would sit on an egg. I can't sit on that egg. I have to give that away to others. I have to share it. So money is the same. You want to have money so you can bring more, build more things that are going to create more light frequencies on earth. Not just sit back. If you've got like $2 million or hundred thousands of dollars in a sitting account, and you're just sitting there and go, oh, we're safe. We're so safe. We're so safe. Not really because tomorrow everything could change and money will have no significance anymore. Then what? What do you do now? What do you have now? So the thing you want to have and what you need Right. And when I say need, I mean need, right, is spiritual abundance, spiritual prosperity. And that comes from the light. Light consciousness builds spiritual prosperity and spiritual abundance. The ability to be constantly poured into 24 hours a day, seven days a week, holding those frequencies of love and awareness and projecting that light. Because you remember, the source of source is constantly giving to the light of your being. You can't exist without that source. It's the same with the darkness. The darkness can't feed from the source because then it would return to the source. So what it does is it creates a middle plane called earth where it goes and taps into the minds of people utilizing their intellect against them because human beings don't discern the information that's negative in their thoughts with light frequency, which means holding the light of truth up to every negative thought that passes through them or wants to pass through them because that's best the way to put it. And then what happens is that once the darkness gets you to use your light to distort the light to, to, to a shadow, to a more shadowy, more dark solution, right? Then it can feed from that to keep its world um, going. So every time you have fear, every time you have worry, every time you act against yourself, every time you curse yourself by saying things like, um, you know, uh, I don't, you know, I, I, I feel like people don't like me. Boom, curse. I, I feel that people... Um, are so I feel like life is so hard. Boom, curse. Anytime you say any kind of proclamation that ends with a negative and you put a period on it, it's a curse. Anytime you say something and you and you end it, so this is how you would want to to operate from in light consciousness. Light consciousness is if I hear a voice in my head that says you're an idiot, I have two options. I can either say, Why are you saying that to me? Because you know that's not who I am, and you know I'm a being of light. So do you need my help to take you to the light? Is that something that you experience when you 
were an incarnate that you need me to help you take you to the light? And if so, then let me take you to the light. And so then I would say, I'm taking you to the light because we, in spiritual consciousness, we don't need to do anything other than to say what it is we're doing and it's done. So we don't have to be like, okay, I have to open up some space, like Shaman Dirk, how do I get them to the light? You just simply say, I'm taking you to the light. Boom. You immediately start taking them. Your spirit listens to everything you say and does it. So you say, I'm taking them to the light. All of a sudden, you're taking the light. Taking you to a place of unconditional love, all of a sudden, they get taken to unconditional love. Taking you to a place of serenity and peace, that's where they're going. So it's the same thing in life. Right now, I can say right now, while I'm here, I can say right now, so many beautiful people in the world are saying beautiful things about me. And my knowledge of information that I share to the tribe is expanding into other tribes and awakening other people to see their divinity. And that right now, that's what's happening. And that's how it works. Because I said it, it's done. That's how God works. God operates in unconditional reality. That means what? That means God operates in the unconditional field. That's God's reality. God's reality is unconditional. It doesn't play in duality. It stays in unconditional reality. That means everything you say and everything you desire and everything you put your mind on, if it's your attention, it becomes your intention, it becomes your devotion. And that's what God actually um, puts energy into. So if I'm constantly focusing on lack, 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 I'm sending a message to God to create more of things to make me have lack because obviously that's what I like because that's what I put my energy into. Because face it, if you've ever look at the basic understanding of human of human consciousness right of how we operate everything that you put your mind on that's obviously what you enjoy because you keep putting your mind on it so if you're constantly focusing over this horrible relationship and you feel miserable that's because you like being miserable so let's be honest about it and if you're focusing your energy on lack that's because you enjoy lack the question you want to ask yourself is why why do you enjoy lack why do you enjoy being miserable why do you enjoy being unhappy why do you enjoy being angry why do you enjoy it? what do you get from it because it's giving you something. Is it keeping you from where you need to go? Is it because you're afraid? Is it because you have some false belief? And stop blaming your childhood because your childhood has nothing to do with it. Your childhood is a series of events that were necessary in order for you to become who you chose to come to earth. You set it all up before you came to earth. It's not about you to be sitting there obsessing and saying, I had a bad childhood. No, not every moment was a bad childhood. You had some moments that were beautiful and you had some moments that were uncomfortable, but they were there to teach you to give you diamonds and gems and rubies so you can change them into purposeful actions into the world that support the greater whole of our global community, our global tribe. So being a light worker is understanding this. Being a light worker is recognizing this truth and being able to hold on to this truth and allow it to permeate every aspect of your being from yourselves to your organs to everyone around you. So you become an illuminate energy force. Everywhere you go, you illuminate. I can go into a provish community and I can drop light bombs everywhere in that community just by focusing on how I want to see that community is the immediate that all of a sudden the spirits start rushing in and changing that community. I can come back two years later, all of a sudden that community got gentrified and now they're opening up stores and now the, the, the trash is being moved off the street and so forth. And I can say I was a contributing aspect of that along with other people who had that vision or that thought for that community because we are dropping light bombs, light vortices is what we call them. The ability to open up a light vortice allows other beings and other sentient beings of light that are not in the physical realm, but in the invisible realm to begin to change the energy dynamics that would make something like someone in city council say, hey, it's time for us to clean up these parks from all the pollution and all of the things, these buildings with graffiti, let's paint them, let's do this, let's all of a sudden these thoughts will start coming into those officials because all of a sudden the light frequencies have shifted enough for that to happen.
pretty powerful, right? Right? Yes, it is so powerful. And that's how much power we have. So light workers, light beings, that is what we are. We are powerful light beings. We're ambassadors of light. And we step into that awareness that the heart-to-heart hug isn't what brings our heart together. Our hearts are already together, right? My heart's already with you. Put your hand on your heart right now. Put your hand on your heart right now. And I'm going to send each and every one of you a frequency inside of your heart, inside of your body. I'm with you. We're with each other. I feel you. When I, when I do these shares, I can feel you. I can feel you listening before I even start talking. I can feel your souls. I can feel all the many faces. I see all kinds of faces already in the room looking at me and asking me to bring this information to them because this was already set up before I came to earth that you were going to tune in to ancient wisdom today, that you were going to tune in and be a part of this tribe and get this information into your being to, to increase the repertoire of your one amazing skill set as being a light being, right? As being a healer, a teacher, an artist, an innovator, to being an engineer, to being anything you choose to be. If you want to be a skater, whatever it is, you get to live it, be it in the light field of consciousness of unconditional love and acceptance. You want to make food, make food, but make food with magic in it. You know, if you, if you're, if you make food and you, you, you are a chef, cook with, with magic in your food, meaning put love into it. As you're cooking, try putting wisdom into this soup. So anyone who eats this soup gets new wisdoms and new insights. I'm putting love into this cake. So anyone who eats this cake is getting love and feeling warmth in their body. Start using your powers. If you build a building, I'm building this building. I'm architect, I'm an architect and I'm, I'm designing this building with love, that everything I design has a reason and a purpose that I've designed in my consciousness that is going to bring something powerful to wherever this building is going to be built and erected. If you're an engineer, if you are uh, uh, anything you do, do it through the field of love, the consciousness of love and understanding what it truly means to be a love and light worker isn't just you doing healing and Reiki and doing shamanic work or doing any kind of healing, Joe Ray healing or whatever it is. A light worker isn't just associated to someone who does hands-on healing. I don't understand sometimes, you know, this one guy said to me, he goes, you know, I don't do healing, but I feel like a light worker. Well, you are. If you are holding the field of love consciousness, willing to, to expand the spectrums of life through unconditional love and acceptance, to create a space for people to love each other without fear, and you're here to hold that template of truth for humanity, and you're able to operate from that field of resonance, of global resonance and intergalactic resonance of love, that all beings are have an opportunity to step into the light no matter how dark they have ever become. You are a light being, a light worker. You have immense powers inside of you. Just because you didn't take a Reiki class or you want to meditate or learn how to do downward dogs or how to be able to go and, 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 you know, and sit in a dark room without speaking for a week does not make you not a light worker. We've got to pull the nonsense out of things, people. We've got to pull the nonsense. Just because you choose to, 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 to be a meat eater versus a vegan does not mean you're not a light worker. 
just means you haven't made certain shifts that your body doesn't uh, isn't agreeing with. You haven't, you know, if people are eating meat, it doesn't, I mean, people say, well, that person eats meat. They can't be a light worker. That's not true. It's just certain things that we are growing through as human beings. It's, it's, it's a process. It's not this all of a sudden you have to quit everything and all of a sudden be vegan and you have to do like yoga and you have to be like doing healing work and then you're considered a light worker. That's not at all truthful. And that is so indoctrinated. That's like taking what people do in religion and making it the other, bringing that to it as well. It's like you're creating rules and the spirit has no rules. It only has one objective, which is to bring everyone into the field of love so we can all enjoy heaven on earth or heaven on another galaxy or heaven in another dimension and just have so much fun together. Do you know how much fun together we can have when we're operating in that field of love. I have friends come to my house and we, we have board game nights. We have fun. We make food. We laugh. We enjoy each other. You know, it's like, that's what it's about. Like, I don't want to feel like you're putting up some wall. Like if, you know, if you're a guy and I want to cuddle you and you're going to be like, oh, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. Because you have a label that you let spirit put on you that's coming from the underworld. No, just let me hold you. Let me hug you. Let's laugh. Let's play. You know, if I want to lay down, we all cuddle and, and, and get blankets and hot chocolate and watch funny cartoons or movies that are inspired us and things of this nature, we don't have to put so much emphasis on, you know, needing to separate and divide ourselves anymore. That those days are over. And if there's anything that I can do to guide you through this dark time on earth, which is becoming, you know, we're in the period that we call in shamanism, the blackout period, which is the time where there's 15 years of blackout before there's a golden age, what we call the illuminating age, right? Where people are operating from illuminated consciousness. The dark period is not like dark period. It basically means that everything that we haven't registered in the field of love um, has to rear itself up for us to see what we haven't qualified through the field of love so that all spectrums can exist in harmony. That's what's happening right now on earth. So if you're having a difficulty with all the things that are happening on earth, that's what's happening. So what does that mean? That means light is prevailing. That's why darkness has to come up so we can clear more of it. There are beings in the underworld who want to go home to the light. They just don't think that none of us will give them love to be able to be a, a, a vessel or a stargate to bring them home. Because we're so wanting to condemn and persecute because we're not really being in the light beings that we could be. And we can. And we are. And that's the beauty of life. That's the wonderful joy of life is the beauty in knowing that we have immense power. And we're guided by light beings who are already around us 24 hours a day, seven days a week, who are saying, stay in that field, my darlings, stay in that field and all things will be made clear for you. We have the ability to transcend this planet, to be able to live in harmony and allow all spectrums to exist without fear without prejudice, without any idea that something is against us. 
so that we may stretch out our consciousness to other galaxies, to other beings and say, we're ready to make, to make connection with you now because we are not afraid of our own kind, which means we will not be afraid of yours. Even if you have 12 eyes and five arms, we're not going to be afraid of you. So come, come to earth. We're ready to make connection. We have come to a place of understanding that we are capable and able to love unconditionally all spectrums without fear that one spectrum would override our spectrum of truth. We're able to embrace all levels of truth, no matter how it shows up and be able to learn and, and, and understand one another and be able to even expand those spectrums as we learn from other beings, other species and other peoples and other cultures. That's what I love about traveling. Everyone always asks me, Sham Dirk, why do you love to travel so much? I say, I love traveling because I get to learn about other people's spectrums, other people's ways, their customs, the way they eat, the way they live, the way they think, the way they talk, why they say those words, the way they, they connect in relationships and so forth. I learn so much about life and it's all so wonderful, all so great. I get excited for the people I haven't even met yet that I get to meet when I go to another place because all of it is this beautiful kaleidoscope. And if you ever have taken a kaleidoscope, I, I encourage you to get one. My mother used to always say to me, get a kaleidoscope, my dear, so you can see the truth of life. So I, that's how my mom talks. So that's why if you hear my voice like that, she said, darling, 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 ducky, which is my nickname, darling, ducky, get a kaleidoscope. Mommy wants you to get a kaleidoscope so you can see the spectrum of life. But when you see the kaleidoscope and you truly observe it without judgment, you will understand what it means to be the light. My mother's such a wonderful woman, Varushka. I love her so much. So we are at this wonderful pivotal moment in our expression of life to step into truly being light beings so that when we say love and light, we say, I love you and I hold the light that you are the light and that you are love and I recognize you. I love you all so much. We are so powerful. We're so amazing. We are so amazing. <laughs> so wonderful, so amazing, so beautiful. And I'm so honored by all of us on this planet who are stepping into the field of, yes, I am a light worker. I may not do Reiki and I may not do these things, but I am a light worker. And that is what I am. So if you're not following me on Instagram at Shaman Durek, I don't know what you're doing. You should follow me on Instagram so you can get on those lives with me. Even if you don't have an account, just set one up just so we can be together. And um, if you're not um, on my newsletter to get so you can get leveled up with the shamanic teachings and so forth, go to the website, sign up on the newsletter. And also, most importantly, for this week, do something wonderful for yourself. Do something that is so wonderful for yourself that you can sit back and put your hands on your heart and say, I did this for me. I love you all so much. Never, ever, ever forget the importance of your being on earth. I love you so much. And until next time, see you later, alligator. Bye. Hello Tribe, this podcast is sponsored by Four Sigmatic. 
Four Sigmatic is a natural superfood company that specializes in mushroom-based drinks that benefit our immunity, energy, longevity, and keeping us healthy and enhanced in our lives. Four Sigmatic makes a wide variety of blends, including mushroom coffee, mushroom elixir, hot cacao, matcha, and superfood blends. I believe strongly in this company. I've been taking Four Sigmatic and it has changed my life. I can't even begin to start my day without a cup of Four Sigmatic in front of me. Right before I meditate or I do anything from speaking engagements to traveling to doing healing on people or just going out in the world and sharing my immense love for this planet and for everyone on it. I feel lit times 1,000 it is literally shifting the energy in my being. I'm talking firing off those synapses, kicking my body into high gear by awakening those electrons, spinning those electrons, getting my body so on point with my focus, my creativity, and my energy. One of the products that I love the most is the Lion's Mane's Coffee. Lion's Mane promotes productivity and focus, and it was known by shamans and monks who take that into their body for meditation, focus, and clarity so they can really tune in to the energies and absorb the knowledge and information that is coming to them from the spirit world. And as you know, on Ancient Wisdom Today, we like to keep it lit all day every day. And how do we do that? By creating magic. And what is magic? Magic is turning up that energy, living our truth, honoring who we are, and doing what's right for us so that we can live a beautiful, powerful, easy, playful, fun, joyous, and just the most powerful life in this now time. So if you don't have Four Sigmatic on your shelf, in your bag, in your briefcase, on the airplane with you, right before you speak, whatever it is that you do, you have to get this. Even for your kids, for your teenagers, pop it in their, in their bag before they go to school. This is the drink that literally makes you think. It is powerful and it is enriched with so many powerful mushrooms and these Adaptogens are literally changing the lives of people. And remember, I've talked to you many times before in the past about mushrooms and the networking system of mushrooms when it gets into your body and just really taking your body to a whole new level. So if you're interested in learning more about this amazing company, because I just really want you to know, Tribe, that everything I share with you, I share with you from my heart because I believe in it and I see what it has done for me and my life and all of my friends and family. Go to foursigmatic.com backslash shaman Durek, and you will get a discount code at your checkout. That's F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com backslash shaman Durek for your 15% off. I love you, tribe. I love you so much. That is the reason why I choose sponsors that are in alignment and authenticity to what this tribe is about. Staying lit, staying focused, staying driven, and changing our planet for the good. Love you. Enjoy the share.
拜。